welcome back to another episode of MCU Need to Know, a podcast dedicated to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and everything you need to know. I'm Trey. I'm Jude. How you doing, Trey? Well, Jude, I'm excited because we're continuing the Terminate Bracket series with a guest who's the internet's friend, unless it's a bracket episode. We've been warned, but before the gloves come off, we're delighted to welcome back the philosophical lens of friend Daniel. Welcome back, Daniel. Welcome, Let's Daniel. Go. <laughs> yes, here we go. I am Woo. so delighted. He comes out all Ric Flair. Woo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quote go. you what I wrote to you. Okay, go I'm for it. I'm glad. Uh, what, like, <laughs> it's before. Well, why... It's before my uh, commentary. Okay, wait a second. <laughs> Well, while you're looking for that, I got to say, I'm so glad that you're joining us on this second entry of the tournament bracket, because out of all the strong responses that we had when we did the best trilogy one, my favorite was being at work and then all of a sudden seeing my screen blink with bad faith, bad faith. (laughs) (laughs) I swear you guys were like, you all got together beforehand. We're like, we're going to vote out Spider-Man. The first thing we're going to do is vote out Spider-Man. I did not buy it at all. And then, obviously, you 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 were being honest. I guess, yeah. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> honestly, when, when disappointed. You, when I agreed to do this, when I agreed to do this, this is what I wrote. I want to warn you guys that I get the most heated in conversations about matters aesthetic that have very little meaningful impact in the real world. <laughs> so if no one, if no one's gonna, gonna get hurt uh, by by uh, by my words, then I get really feisty. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the energy that you're bringing already. Mm-hmm. Well, if you download this episode, then you know that the topic of our bracket this evening is going to be the best duo in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So if you're unfamiliar with how we did this last time, we are going to be going through a tournament style bracket where each of us have put forth four nominees that we will go through. Each round will consist of five minutes where we hash it out and come to a consensus. If we can't do it if within the five minute timer, We all have to vote and move on. One of the things that we're going to do that we didn't do last time is if we come to a consensus with extra time, we're going to save that time and add it to the final conversation to extend that one just a bit longer. And on top of that, the last thing we're going to do as far as hopefully improving the format of the show is given the heated reaction to some of our discussions (laughs) last time, we are going to talk about our criteria for how we're evaluating these duos and as well as revealing which four pairs of duos that we have brought to this game. So Daniel, starting with you, what criteria are you looking for in a duo from the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, I'll start by, I would have voted Iron Man. (laughs) (laughs) okay so first um uh it's two two basic criteria um and the the first is um that um some kind of character growth is connected to their pairing so like that there is uh that there is um there is uh some kind of um of uh of change um either for the for for the better for the worse um, and it's connected to their relationship. So there's something like it, it, it puts them in a, in a narrative tension um, for good or for ill. And then my um, my um, 
second criteria is really broad. It's just that it's an interesting combo. Um, and that means that it means that they bring something like, like they bring um, a, a mixture of humor, of drama, of emotion, um, and that there's there's something that's kind of essential to the story. Um, their their combo, not just their character growth, but their 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 uh, uh, movement together in the story, um, in the in the film or the TV show, moves the the story along. So those are okay. my those are my two. Yeah, I think that's good. I like that a lot. So, uh, what four nominees have you brought with us this week? Sure. So, in no particular order, um, I chose put forward uh, Thor and Loki, mm-hmm. Hawkeye and Hawkeye, <laughs> Sam and Bucky, and Luis and Kurt from Ant Man. Dude, what about you? What uh, what criteria will you be using this evening? Uh, so the criteria that I thought about, I really like um, what Daniel had to say on this, especially the growth. For some reason, for me, um, my thought was went along the lines of who, who, what duo would be someone would is a group that that I. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's most of them as real characters. Like is that we would, if they're real want to hang out with, be around. Um, and so I, I kind of thought about like that, like what group is it? It's like, Oh, those two together, that would be a fun group to get to know. And then the other criteria I thought was more for, again, from the, the audience type story perspective of, I really liked what they did with them and I'd like to see more depth between those two. And so that was kind of my thought process and thinking about duos, what those characters jump out to me and why. Um, and my picks along with my very heavy guardians representation. <laughs> <laughs> The Guardians of No Variety. <laughs> hey now, hey now. Um, so, so yeah, I, I did Kamala and Bruno because they they had to be in uh, Rocket and Groot because again, it, it's it's I love their dynamic. I want to see um, more of them. I did Yondo and P- uh, Yondo, Yondu and Peter um, Quill mainly because of the two movies. Um, what we got out of, out of them kind of along with what um, Daniel said with growth. And, and again, that desire for me to say, Oh man, I'd love to see more of, of the two of them uh, and Nebula and Gamora, you know, uh, to see, you know, that their backstory got fleshed out really well, but it's one of those things where it's like, um, I don't know, something about that relationship um, something I want to see more of. So, stacking like the that. deck <laughs> <laughs> for James Actually, Gunn, which I'm a fan. Like I'm, I'm on a big peace baker kick right now. I can't, I don't, can't explain it. But <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up about the the stacking it. <laughs> I was texting Jude right before we recorded something I didn't anticipate, but I now love when we did the trilogy bracket. 
it was set in stone. It was, we didn't really pick those. There was only a set number of trilogies. Mm-hmm. Now that we've each got a horse in the race, I feel like the conversations are going to get that much more heated when we're vying for ones that we picked. <laughs> <laughs> Which, speaking of, uh, I'm going to play off Daniel's criteria because it feels very similar to mine. Uh, you talked about like their story and how they shape each other independently. To me, that was the one of the criteria that I have is kind of that phrase, steel sharpens steel. It doesn't necessarily mean that they have to be involved in the same storylines, but the fact that they bring out the best of each other is a good sign of a good duo. And another one is just straight up humor. If they're a funny duo together, that is going to stick out to me because clearly the reason they are such a great duo is their chemistry. And with great chemistry comes great humor. So that's another criteria I'm looking for. So with all that being said... The four nominees that I have are Shang-Chi and Katie, Wong and Strange, Peter Parker and Tony Stark, and finally Darcy Lewis and Jimmy Wu. So, like we did last time, we're going to be using that website Common Ninja. Uh, I have put in our entries, but I have not hit randomize yet because I want to be as surprised as you are. So I'm going to go ahead and do that right now, and then I will send you both the link to the bracket so we can review it. Uh, here we go. Good thing we can edit. I was going to say, that was the other thing about the last one is the randomness of like who got buys and, and what had to go head to head at the beginning. And with that, now you guys can look at who gets the buy. So I'll give everybody a quick chance to look over it. Uh, and of course, we will will reveal it as we go through. So it'll be a bit of a revelation to the audience as well. Wow. And I'm loving the reaction already. <laughs> these are these are gonna hurt. Oh no! Oh no! Oh. No! Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm done emoting. I will say this: I'm not as upset <laughs> with the bye weeks as I was last time. I'm not. I'm not upset with the bye weeks, but there's a couple of the. Let's we'll see them. That are gonna be tough. Yeah. Well, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and start with the first round. So, five minutes on the clock. Who is the best duo? Daniel, we're going to start with you. You have the opening statement starting now. Okay, I'm assuming it's Luis and Kurt and Shang-Chi and Katie, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, I chose Luis and Kurt. I did some research on this, and... um, like, <laughs> um, we have, a, it's a new duo that, that they're up against, Shang-Chi and Katie, which is a, a, a powerful duo. Like, they're, they're they, you know, they, they are, they bring a lot of chemistry and, and new, interesting chemistry. But as far as humor goes, I don't think anyone on this can beat Luis and Kurt. Um, the, the one thing I will say is that Dave is, a, is the third member of that crew, and I feel, I would feel remiss not mentioning him, but... There are key moments in Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp that I think really build their case. Um, for example, um, when Luis tells his first story, like his first, uh, you know, this guy said this, and this guy said this story. At the very end of that story, Scott looks at him and says, what? And Kurt immediately says, uh, uh, he immediately says, we're going to rob an old man's vault. He like translates Luis's <laughs> like rambles immediately. Also, when they're prepping for the the the, the burglary, the cat burglary, um, 
There, there's a scene where Kurt's like on the computer, and Luis comes up with a with a Belgian waffle with whipped cream and a strawberry, and he puts it next to him, like to give him his sustenance. So I think there's like some real, <laughs> there's some real like bro love there. Um, you know, they 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 definitely uh, they definitely grow and change going into the second movie with the the introduction of the Baba Yaga. That's what I was going to bring up. I love the Baba Yaga. The humor is is beyond. Beyond that, they don't get a lot of screen time. It's always in connection with like um, with like a, a crew moment, you know. Um, but that's my that that would be my defense of Louis and Kurt. I'll let you guys take it away with with, uh, with the other one. See where you where you land. Trey, do you want your shot at Shang Chi and Katie? I was gonna say I hear everything you're saying, and I kind of agree with it. Or I'm gonna go with Shang Chi and Katie. Yeah. They are. I would put they are just as funny as Luis and Kurt. I will say. I sympathize with your your argument that they don't get as much screen time. It's a lot harder when they are the focus of the movie in Shang-Chi. But man, they're such a great duo in that, going back to that criteria I was talking about, they don't necessarily have the same storyline, but they are just as supportive of each other as they're going through that journey of Shang-Chi discovering his comfortability with himself, as well as Katie trying to find that purpose in life. And they're just rock solid of support throughout that entire movie as well as having the fun karaoke night having the fun like conversations with those other adult friends of like hey we're adults too we have it hard parking cars (laughs) is just as hard to me i think they are a duo who is ripe for a lot of presence in the mcu moving forward so that would be my case for shang chi and katie man it's tough because with shang chi and katie you know, thinking about some of the criteria we just mentioned, you have the the growth on their part that is impacted out of the duo. Um, but like you said, they have a full movie to, that's just them. Whereas like Kurt and Luis, they had a they did a lot with the, with a little screen time as side characters. And and man, there's I have much respect for side characters that that are that memorable. I'm going to have to go with, I, I'm thinking Luis and Kirk. Wow. And, 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 and the only reason why I'm saying that, and, and, and here's again, the criteria, I don't, I don't know to what extent, uh, how much, how much Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi and Katie is because of potential, like what we're going to see versus what we got with um, Luis and Kirk. Uh, so that, I think that's what makes it tough. I got my final defense right now, and I'm going to invoke the potential listener. How many people do you think just had to Google who Kurt was? <laughs> I said Bobby Yaga, and, okay? And <laughs> they're a trio. You cut off one of the uh, members. I did, I did. Shang-Chi did. and Katie are a true duo. We, we can stop this now. Jude, I love you. I'm going to go for <laughs> Shang-Chi and Katie, okay? Because, like, if I'm going to be true to my criteria... Well, first of all, I wrote out one of the trio. Because I, when I was rewatching the scenes, I was like, oh, shoot. Like, he's... This is a trio. It's not a duo. And then th- the other thing in my criteria is character growth. And, like, good lord, Shang-Chi and Katie. Like, that is... It's tremendous. Um in yeah. that story. Yeah. And it's, I it's, think that's the biggest thing just, to have going for them. It's not just there. It's done. Well, not. That is one of the biggest things they have going for them. So, Trey, what do you vote for? 
I'm voting Shang Chi and Katie. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, so we get a contested winner. <laughs> All right. I'm not gonna lie, I was scared. I thought yeah, we were. About to pick. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I couldn't. Oh. All right. No, I, so I, think I almost Chi texted you. Was the right. Was I almost choice. texted you before, like, like when I was watching these videos. I almost texted you to to pull them because of that omission of the third guy. So I was like. Ugh. Couldn't couldn't not mention it. Sorry. It's funny you say that because there was a part of me that wanted to work in Monica Rambeau as well, but I couldn't find a solid enough duo, mm. or she felt like a late addition trio mm -hmm. to uh, to Darcy and Wu. But yeah. So so did Luis and Kirk really lose, or were they just disqualified? <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, moving on to the next round, we have Wong and Doctor Strange versus Peter Parker and Tony Stark. Jude, That's we're going to start with you. Five minutes on the clock, starting now. Oh, my gosh. That's tough. Um, well, I, I'm going to go with, with Parker and Stark. Um, only, they're, they're two of my favorites. As much as I love Wong and Strange, as much as... I think we've texted amongst ourselves of like, oh, I, I want the Wong, you know, Disney Plus show. Peter Spider-Man, and he's a staple of Marvel. He's a staple of the uh, superhero genre, even the casual fan. And what they were able to do in those movies with those two in terms of I mean, I know in, in No Way Home we get the the no responsibility thing, but the way they were able to do that with Parker's own realization in Civil War, hey, you know, if I don't do things, if I let the bad stuff happen, it's might as well like if I'm doing it and able to take that mentor relationship. And I know some in the fandom didn't like that, but the way they were able to take that mentor uh, role with Stark, um, that was really well done. And I think it was a smart move on their part in terms of pushing the Uncle Ben story. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I think as as cool as Wong and Strange are, I got to go with Peter and Stark here. I'm scared to have to choose between my two nominees. So, I'm going <laughs> to defer to you in this moment, Daniel. What are you thinking so far? So, I'm this one, I'm I'm going back and forth in my head as, as Jude was talking. Like, like I, at first, I wanted to play, you know devil's advocate um and some of the things that came up in my head like like what peter parker and iron man have that i think strange and wong don't have well see i'm going back like there is this there's this um there is both like when i was talking about my criteria something about the duo it could it's growth but it could be negative or positive like mm -hmm. there are aspects of peter parker's and and iron man's and tony stark's relationship that are like he's a kid you know what i mean it's not oh, yeah. good it's it's no. it's disturbing <laughs> and that at first made me think like well then i'm gonna go with strange and, and wong but actually um wong wong and strange relationship you know strange pushes the boundaries um a lot mm -hmm. and and wong you know does not you know he's he's more he's the sorcerer supreme ah oh, there's so much humor i i think there's i i'm you might disagree with me jude but i think there's more humor with strange and wong than there is with with iron man and peter parker I, it's just it's subtle it's through it's all throughout and maybe it's just because we're getting more of them now or it's more recent but like i'm thinking about uh beyonce i'm thinking about the sorcerer supreme joke the 
you know, like he brought what, you wanted it more? back to life. Well, <laughs> the yeah, metaphysical ham yeah, sandwich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's, 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 you know, it's, it, and then, and then, um, um, I, I don't know if the, 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 the father son, you know, mentor mentee dynamic, it kind of exists with Wong and Stream, but it's, it's like, it's a prominent feature of Peter Parker and, and, and Tony Stark. You could, you could argue it's that puts it ahead. But I think you could also argue like there's something about a duo where there's there's equality, and I ne I don't think there's ever equality between Peter and and, and Iron Man. He always remains his mentor, well, uh, and yeah, I I don't know. So I mean, well, I was gonna say strange. Just listen to what you're saying. Strange and Wong sound like uh, like a buddy cop. Yeah, 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 yeah. More rather so, than more, the, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, so that could just be a personal preference. Sorry, Trey. I, I feel like my heart is with Wong and Strange. I've talked about it. Wong has quickly become one of the favorites, especially here in Phase 4. And I love that dynamic of, yeah, Strange pushes boundaries, but Wong is always that like safe space of bringing things back to a stasis. And I really like that between them, especially as you get into Multiverse of Madness, where it's that running bit about how Strange refuses to like bow to the Sorcerer Supreme, but eventually he has that growth of showing that respect because he finally sees what, even if he, he considers him a friend, I think he finally intellectually has that like, oh, I need to show him this respect. But moving past my heart, <laughs> Peter Parker and Tony Stark, the journey that they go on from their introduction of Civil War all the way through Endgame, Yes, I can see your your point about the the um, equality, but it's just if one of my criteria is that steel sharpens steel, it's pretty clear how Tony Stark brings out the best in Peter Parker in those early days. But what Peter Parker is able to do for Tony Stark and bringing him past that selfishness, like he had already gone through that journey, but he finally has that ability to make the sacrificing play in Endgame, and I think that's because of Peter Parker. Mm. Mm -hmm. So we got to vote. Ugh. I'll go ahead and say mine because I feel like I just said it. Peter Parker and Tony Stark is who I'm going with. Yeah, I'm going with Wong and Strange. All right, Jude. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Peter and Tony. Um, <laughs> another another contested. So, another contested vote. You know what? what? Everything you said with Wong and Strange was very compelling. Um, but I think since I was already leaning Peter and Tony. Uh, Trey kind of helped me not fall to the, <laughs> to the to the Wong Strange side. So, and, and I think part of it is is because of that attachment, like you said, to, that goes all the way into Endgame. Yeah. Whereas Wong and Strange, because you had the first movie, a little bit of Wong, and he got dusted at Infinity right. War. We don't. We, there's, and, I, think there's, with I think there's more. To, I think get, there's more to come. You get more Spider-Man too into No Way Home, even though the, the yeah. reverb, the, like the, the the reverberation of of uh, Far From Home, the reverberation of of Iron Man, you know, yeah. is like in, in in Far From Home is still yeah. present. All right. Give it to well, you. we need to get moving on. Yep. Uh, the next matchup is going to start with me this time, and it is between Thor, Loki, and Kamala Bruno. Five minutes on the clock, starting now. Oh, man. I feel like I know what the answer is. So I'm going to go to bat for who I think might be playing from behind on this one. 
and this is my my bias because of it just ending. I'm I'm gonna vouch for Kamala Bruno, and a lot of it is to do with the who I actually regret is not in this list with uh, uh, Peter Parker and Ned. The whole like guy in the chair dynamic that was popularized by them, and I feel like Kamala Bruno is the best representation of it so far that is still in play given everything that's happened with No Way Home. So I feel like they are set to have that bringing out the best of each other in relationship. And then on top of that, just their humor back and forth. And I think a lot of it is that teen spirit that they have like captured between each other as they're eagerly discovering these powers together. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to try and vouch for Kamala Bruno on this one. I feel like, Jude, this is your pick, so I'm going to talk and let you let you end. end. <laughs> uh, so I feel like um, if we, I feel like they have, I, I wish they were not up against this pick, honestly, because in, in my mind, Thor and Loki is a no-brainer. They are one of the most powerful, compelling, ups and downs, like, story um, throughout the, throughout the Infinity Saga, you know? Um and um, Kamala and Bruno, I feel like if we in five years, right, or in mm-hmm. ten years, we look back and 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 I I, I feel like this this duo is not going to go away. Just like Ned and 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 um, Peter Parker, like that's not going to go away. But um, depending on but so as much as I love Kamala and Bruno, like Thor Loki, there's there's <laughs> so much. It's crazy. Like I mean. It's a, it's a, it's a tragic, it's a tragic, um, it begins so tragically, um, and he, he keeps dying, but then he doesn't really die. And it's hilarious. It, it nails all my criteria. So it, it, it absolutely hits all of my criteria to the T, um, if I'm just going by that and we just, we don't have enough with, with Kamala and Bruno there. Th- I mean, there's definitely growth. I could, I could tease it out, I guess, but I just feel like, um, it's David and Goliath, and I know yeah. how that one ended up, but I'm still going with Thorn Loki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm 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 gonna have to concede. As much as I want to argue for Kamala and Bruno, I think they have a lot of potential. I think they're worthy of this nomination, but they also just have a really bad draw. Yeah. With bad Thorin draw, Loki. and too early on in their MCU career to have enough to go up against it. Yep. So yeah, so, I'm I'm gonna say Thor and Loki. Thor and Loki. All right. Thor so Jude. So is that a you, unanimous? Trait, is. Yeah, I it was Thor and Loki. I was okay. trying to see no, if I, I couldn't pull sure. a Nick Sandy <laughs> <laughs> get the ball rolling. But it's it's Thor and Loki. So Jude, if you want to go ahead and add a minute and fifty seconds to right. the final. I have it marked count. down. Thank you. So uh, Thor Loki moves on. We're going to say goodbye to Kamala Bruno, unfortunately. Uh, and we're going to move into the next matchup. Daniel, we're coming back to you. You've got Nebula Gamora and Hawkeye Hawkeye. Five minutes starting now. This this one is this one's tough. It because, is. <laughs> because I, I picked Hawkeye and Hawkeye. It, it's, it is... Um, yeah, I picked some hard ones. Um, like I don't know who who's I could pick. Um, as much as I as I would say, like Thor and Loki, Thor and Loki, of course. Like Hawk and Hawkeye, they we've only had Kate Bishop for one series, mm-hmm. but 
Oh man, that like that that um you want to talk about mentor mentee. Like look at that dynamic. Look at how funny um on both sides. Look at how sad for both of them. Like like the 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 struggles like she's 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 going through her own growth. Um she didn't have a dad. Like her dad died when she was young um with with um with Clint. Um he's struggling with his loss for Natasha doesn't want to get doesn't want to get close to anybody else um because of the, the fear of losing her you know people get close to me die all that that kind of stuff but also you know that shepherd the way that she like forces her herself into his the mentee role like without him like wanting it i just think i think it it's it was super fresh i love it um and i and i love her um but holy crap like if we're talking about like straight criteria again, Nebula Gamora, like they are, Nebula is one of my favorite characters. Mm -hmm. um, and she's, she's like, I think I was on uh, TK's show a, a while ago and, and we were picking, you had to pick like your top, whatever, like superlatives. And, and my top two were like Loki and Nebula, I think just, yeah. just in terms of their stories are just so, so complex and rich. And that doesn't make any sense without Gamora. And the same thing with Gamora. It's so complex. It's funny. Well, not as funny as, yeah, I don't know. Humor, they're they're kind of, I don't know. She does the very cold humor. Um, right. So They've got like uh, a dark humor for it's sure. It's dark, but it's also like, it's very dry. And mm -hmm. um, whereas like, you know, if I'm comparing like Hawkeye and Hawkeye, like Clinton and Kate are just like magic. They pop. Mm -hmm. So I'll throw it to whoever wants it next, but um, you know what? I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm on the fence, but I'm, I'm, I want to hear. I want to hear. I, I'll I'll jump in real quick and just say, okay. um, and I feel like I should jump in real quick because Nebula and Gamora was my pick. Uh, Hawkeye and Hawkeye was something I was considering as well, so I'm glad it made it in there. One of my criteria is going to be because I want to see more of them. And I feel that of Nebula and Gamora, but I definitely feel that of Hawkeye and Hawkeye. And I don't know if this is, Oh no, I do. I do know. I was gonna say, I don't know if it's the function of just the show being so good, but I think part of what it's so good is how good of a duo they were. And the growth as them being a combo was there. And even though we've only had Kate Bishop for one season, it feels like she's been there longer. Like she, she just as a character, what Haley Steinfeld did just so well fit in. Um, and just slipped right into the MCU that I'm going to go with Hawkeye and Hawkeye. And, it was, and I'm going against myself, but it's like one of those things where not only were that show, did that group have the growth? as a duo, there's still more to be seen. And while I personally want to see more Nebula, Nebula and Grimora, it's, it's all flashback type stuff. Like their stories kind of closed, you know? Um, and, and I know in game ending, but that's a completely different Grimora, you know? Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's interesting. I'm, I'm going to go against my own nomination here. I'm going Hawkeye, Hawkeye. I think the wow, I, I, I see oh your gosh. argument about the the way those relationships between Nebula and Gamora are because of each other. I'd argue, and not to discredit it, because a lot of it is Gamora, 
But I feel like the Guardians as a whole contributes mm. to Nebula's change. Even though they're, they're working relationship together, it is Gamora plus the Guardians that helps bring Nebula to that better stasis. So it's and not as a far straight as, duo. Not a straight... Kind of... it's, a, it's, it's just being the deciding factor for me. The Hawkeye Hawkeye has the humor. And it's interesting to me, we just talked about like the being new for Kamala and Bruno. Even though Kate Bishop is new, Clint adding that veteran status just makes such a dynamic duo between them. <laughs> and I like how he is the mentor for her and she represents like his hope. So I am also Hawkeye Hawkeye. <laughs> ah, nice. <laughs> All right. Hawkeye's moving on. So now that's unanimous. That's the first. I would consider that an upset. I, I don't I know would about say, you guys. I would actually consider that an upset too. I would consider that an upset. I, I would say the first three were like more. Predi- I think they're more like like Shang Chi and over Shang Chi and Katie over Luis and Kurt. Yeah, Peter Parker and, and Iron Man. I mean, come on, Toss it's up. like yeah. yeah. And then Thor and Loki over Kamala. Like you know the vet, the veteran. Um, although I was thinking about some of your criteria and and the potential. I think mm-hmm. is. Like with Thor and Loki, that's that's a done story, kind of like yeah, yeah. But so is so is Spider Man, you know. I mean, Spider Man and I don't know. I think we we come out of this round pretty pretty strong. Yeah, I think so too. See, we've learned from our mistakes. We wait to upset the people on the final first round until instead of the first <laughs> one. <laughs> All right, so moving. Well, I'm nervous into... about the new the next matchup. So I was yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So we're coming back to Jude, correct? Yes, this Jude, you have. Shang-Chi and Katie versus Yondu and Peter Quill. Five minutes starting now. Uh, Yondu and Quill was one of my nominations, and I'm going to stick with that one over Shang-Chi and Katie. Mainly because the it's it's interesting. We only get them in two, in two movies together. Um, but what they were able to do, you know, especially with Yondu as... Because it's really hard to say he was a duo in that first movie. Um, but you get the sense because they've known each other, Ravagers, they were kind of estranged. Um, and so that had a very big impact on them being separated through that first movie and coming together at the end to work together. Um, and then doing coming even closer together with the second Guardians of the Galaxy and the themes of family and... Um, you know, this chosen discovered family, um, idea and, you know, I mean, it's Mary Poppins. Like <laughs> who's going to vote against Mary Poppins y'all? Like, um, it's so, so in that, that just gives us everything that I, that I want. Right. Like I'd love to see more of their backstory in a prequel, but I love the growth that the two of them had together, you know, and, and they were, it was funny. It gave us the humor and stuff. So like, that's, I, I don't think we can, we can't go wrong by moving them forward. I'll go ahead and jump in. And when I was looking at our nominees, there was a part of me that was trying to build cases for and against each one, just kind of like mock running through potential matchups. And when I saw Yondu Peter Quill, there was a part of me that was like, okay, if I, if I was going to go the other way, one of the things I would say is I feel like they don't quite become the duo until the second one, which is what you were talking about. But on that same token, Shang-Chi and Katie only have the one entry as well. So it's not like I can say because of the the duration of their relationship is the factor here. I'm 
I'm torn because Yondu I despised in the first one. And what they eventually grow to in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, it's beautiful between them. Yeah, and you can't get there without the history that you see played out in that first one. What do you think of Daniel? So Maybe you can sway I, me one way I or the other. Question. I I'm I'm kind of I'm going to be a little a little dirty and and question <laughs> the the legitimacy of the categorization. So okay. is mere a mere not a mere like is is the the fact of a relationship automatically a duo? Because what makes their story so powerful is that he was actually his father the whole time, right? And we just mm-hmm. didn't see it. And I'm like, well, that's great. But like a big part of that is Peter's growth and his experience with his real father, who's horrible, right? And then him realizing, so it's not like, and maybe I just have a buddy cop template, but it's not like, I mean, there's some back and forth where it's like, Shang-Chi and Katie, man, they are a pair, right? Like they are a pair. And 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 they they almost go they go together they uh, they go together and so that is why I am choosing Shang Chi and Katie as as much as Yondu and Peter touch my heart deeply and as like perfect that story is that story arc from beginning to the end of Guardians two which makes it such a tremendous movie I don't I don't I don't think it's it quite reaches that duo I don't know I I I actually think it's bigger than that and more than that and, and so I I think it kind of puts them in a category on their own that's where i'm going and, and i think but i think i think whereas when we're talking about what a duo is and how they how they like there's almost like this intense closeness and that's what i see i think that's a good point because in both of those entries how many times are they actually on screen together except for those big moments whereas shang chi and katie do have the almost entire movie they are together that's a really strong argument I think, in terms of yeah. the duo versus the relationship. Um, you can disagree with me and say like, no, dude, like, but, but I just, that's because otherwise I think that like, like that it, like I said, it, tr- it transcends this like duo. It's almost like not enough. Like, like if we were to have a totally different bracket and talk about like, like big impactful that storylines. Yeah. Like big impactful relationships, you know, like, like, like more so than just like, you know, you know, th- these other, these other guys who are, it's fun and funny. And so, like, they're, they're, I, I don't, it's, it's more than that. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're I good. Vote, you had the, I vote the closing Shang-Chi statement. And Katie, Shang-Chi and Katie. Jude. Uh, that's super compelling. I'm going to go Shang-Chi. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, I'm so glad you're here because I wanted Zhang Chi and Katie, but I didn't know if I had enough of an argument in me. That was good. <laughs> you gotta make a case, man. You gotta Yeah. No, that I was that, gonna say something mean. I was gonna be like, oh Jude pulling the heart string. Like that's I know that's a big one. Like that Yondu, Peter Quill. That's a big one. No, but I think I think it's a good fair point on the mm-hmm. um mm-hmm criteria or whatever yeah well seeing that as as a as a good relationship versus truly being a pair all right well shang chi and katie move on thankfully and we're gonna go to the next matchup which is coming back to me (laughs) with peter parker tony stark versus 
Sam and Bucky. Five minutes on the clock, starting now. Okay, so... I feel like, much like what we talked about with Thor and Loki, you just have the behemoths, which feel like they're going to be the no-brainer. Peter Parker and Tony Stark feel like that no-brainer. And I honestly, I feel like they have what we were just talking about, that emotional core of the Yondu Peter Quill, but also the on-screen time. But I think I'm leaning Sam and Bucky, because from that short interactions that they had in Civil War... That spawned an entire series for them. So I can see the merits of what Peter Parker, Tony Stark have done within their duo relationship. But Sam and Bucky feel riped, kind of borrowing that criteria that you're talking about, Jude, of of wanting to see them more moving forward. I know I have my qualms with the show itself, but I Sam and Bucky as a pair is just a winning combination to me. And I think they both brought out so much good in each other because they were two men dealing with what that life would be like after the the person that brought them together is gone. And so I like that relationship between them as well as they're just funny. Like I love how even though their their relationship started as legitimately hating each other to the fact that Bucky was, I mean, or Sam was hunting him down and they keep that animosity, but it becomes like a, a loving animosity, playful rivalry between them. So I think that's special for their duo relationship as well. So, man, okay. Open. So I'm just, I'm think I'm still hung up on the Shang-Chi Yondu <laughs> argument. The timer spoke. <laughs> um, now, I, well, the only reason why I say that is because now it has me questioning Parker and Stark. Like, to what extent is that a relationship? Let me stop, let me stop you. Let me stop versus you. Versus a I don't, I don't think. I don't think. I think there is a there's a difference because, and maybe we just be very like practical about it and talk about screen time, screen time and interactions. Well, right? well, well, yeah. And, but, and, but with and that, a mentee, a mentee mentor relationship, um, which is quasi parent parental like like in guardians 2 it's clearly parental like 100 no, no, no. percent you're, you're right but whereas but, like like hawkeye and hawkeye that's a mentor mentee we move them on i don't think we question that i don't think i don't think i don't want to i don't i mean if you want to question the legitimacy of that i secretly wanted strange and wong because i want bucky and sam talk about bad faith like i, I did not well, want peter and iron man because they're like they're soft i think they're solid but well, well yeah I, but my thing my thing with sam and bucky is if thinking about that, that 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 line of reasoning, Sam and Bucky are truly a pair or duo uh, yeah. that that are playing like off of template. each other and and growing together. And the, we've used Buddy Cop before, mm-hmm. and so it's it's not a it's not to say that Peter and Tony aren't a duo or pair the way you argued Yondu and Peter mm-hmm. aren't a pair, but. Peter and Tony are much closer to them in terms of the relationship, you know, cause you think about when they met, you know, civil war homecoming and that time frame, uh, the dusting and coming back and then Stark dies and the, the far from home stuff is all pushing, you know, that, uh, that world that Iron Man exists. Where Sam and Bucky are truly a pair. 
you know, like, like they go so far in the show to do like a couple's counseling kind of scene, right? <laughs> um, and that, that, which was great. If you go back and watch this stuff, it's, it's way more fresh than I, I loved it when it happened, but like, I forgot about it. Yeah, it, it's great. So, and so I think that given for me, given that they're doing duos, I think Peter and Stark have to stop their journey here because Sam and Bucky are more that word duo combo in the way Shang-Chi and Katie is um, that they're, that they're going to have to move on. All right. What about you? Daniel? You got any thoughts on this? They're the template. I mean, they're like, they're, they're the first ones I thought of, but I didn't put them down because they're, I knew they were going to get on the list. And so I thought of my like weirder ones first while we were deciding, but I mean, I was like, Sam and Bucky are, are, are on there. And, and like when I was prepping, I was like thinking, and then I just went back and watched a few videos. I was like, Oh my, Oh my goodness. Like it is, it is, it's the template for that. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you think it's successful, if you don't think it's successful, then fine. But like, man, they have amazing chemistry brilliant humor they push each other right there's like yeah. there's down points and, and up points um so yeah i i'm i mean i'm sam and bucky dude yeah i'm i'm sam and bucky i was convinced mm. on that yeah sam and bucky move on okay wow it's it's weird because it feels like it should be the other way but i think you both have laid out good arguments on it so uh sam and bucky move on all right, our next matchup is coming back to you, Daniel. And we have <laughs> Thor Loki versus Darcy Lewis and Jimmy Woo. Five minutes on the clock, starting now. Okay, so I I feel like this is a really unfair matchup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, however, um, it, it, because like, you know, Originally, when I was pitching ideas, I pitched Loki and, and Morbius, and I, I went back, or maybe we talked about it or something, and I was like, "No, it's Thor and Loki. It's it's Thor and Loki." However, that story is done, right? Mm-hmm. And so, if I'm going to make a case for Darcy and Jimmy Woo, if I'm going to make a case for Darcy and Jimmy Woo, who were intentionally brought together because they played off each other so well, like they had their own like roles in different movies, and then they were brought together in Wandavision. For yeah. a truly fresh surprise that was like delightful the way that they played off each other um um i would say i want to see more um do i want to see their own series i don't know like i mean i mean of course we do but um darcy has the best line in um thor the dark world mew mew <laughs> 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 yeah, like the, the the hammer flies you mew mew um but um but yeah um well i'll leave it at that I, I want to speak to what you were talking about there being two characters who had their own entries and then came together in WandaVision. And the thing that I love so much, especially because it was the first Disney Plus show, is it really felt like, oh, here's Disney Plus taking characters who didn't quite get the respect, especially for Darcy. Darcy, I don't even think I even knew her last name until WandaVision because she just was never much of a focus in the two Thor movies at that point. And Jimmy, he was a lot more in frame and in part of the story, but he was the joke character. And they together pulled out this dynamic duo who found respect by trusting each other and were able to go against command. 
That's true. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Thor and Loki. <laughs> <laughs> Jude, where are you at on this one? <laughs> it's tough. I'm, it's tough. You're I'm trying, trying hard. I'm trying really hard to talk myself into to Darcy and Jimmy. Um, it's, it feels like Thor and Loki are an unfair juggern- juggernaut. Well, and, and I feel like they're you getting, wanted me to change. <laughs> and I'm wondering, I'm wondering, like against their like, matchups. I, I'm trying to just, I don't want to give, you know, Thor and Loki a pass without, you know, trying to argue against them. Um, you know, I mean, a, I completely agree. Darcy and Jimmy want to see more of them. Um, we won't see more of Thor and Loki in terms of the DMCU rules because of Loki from the Loki show, you know, was the Tesseract in game. It, it's not 2014 Loki. Yeah. It's not the Loki, you know, um, prime Loki. I think of what we've used, um, you know, 2012, my bad. Yeah. And so, and so in that sense, like their story is done. Um, you know, and, and it's done so well that you're, you know, we're not going to go. I don't think anybody would really want to see them go back and show more of that. Um, I mean, people would, right. But like what they're building with the current Loki, you know, at that point, like, let's keep pushing forward. Um, I think that for me, honestly, is the strongest thing for Jimmy and Darcy is they were so well together in such a short time. And it was so delightful and so refreshing to, to see their ability to do that, that desire for more. Um, I don't know if you fully see the growth between them, but, but I don't know if you can hold that against them because they are side characters, you mm-hmm. know, to help push the plot along um, versus, you know, Wanda and Vision. Uh, and Agatha, so. And Dar- Darcy, Darcy, like, she's just there, right? Jimmy had a friend who disappeared, right? Um, one of his friends, no, one of his, his FBI friends his, disappeared, of, right? Um, an informant? Yeah, someone he, like, cared about. Somebody they had like, under witness protection. Yeah, somebody yeah, witness so protection, he, yeah. So there there was, like, a emotion that, that, like, showed some character, but, you know, I feel bad picking, like, Thor and Loki, they're a juggernaut. Yeah. That's a juggernaut. They fit all the criteria. That's it's a juggernaut. Yeah. It's interesting because something, because this is what happened last time in the bracket where it feels like we tease out criteria as we go, even though we stated some be- at the beginning. It's interesting to me how we have a criteria of like a story, a duo's finished and the potential. And Darcy and Lewis feel like they have potential, but it's Thor and Loki. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is going to come to a head, though, in the next... In, in, yeah. Well, some things need to happen first. Yeah. Well, well, well and, the only, and I'll add to that, that um, with the Darcy and Jimmy potential, I don't know for sure when we'll see those characters again. And if, if and when we do, will they be paired again? Yeah. You know, so that's, that's the other thing. So Thor and Loki. Thor and Loki. Yep, Thor and Loki. All right. Moving on to the next round. We're coming back to you, Jude. We've got Hawkeye Hawkeye versus Rocket Groot. Five minutes starting now. Okay, so I'm going to defend Rocket and Groot here for a second because I I feel like clearly they can be a pair. Um, You know, officially a duo combo for this. 
Um, I think one of the things, the strong points they have going for them is that Groot can only say I am Groot. Um, or, well, I guess Rocket can understand what he's saying and, and us as an audience can't. But I think that gives them an advantage in that, you know, like, okay, so me and my buddies um, from high school, we used to do this thing where, and, you know, you have a close friend and something happens and so somebody says something and you glance at each other real quick and you know you're thinking the same thing, right? Um, and then you even verify it later. I think it's unique for us to like be able to see like you know what Groot is thinking because of the way Rocket interacts. Like you have an idea of what he's actually saying. And to see that level of friendship you know, between the two of them to have, to be able to have that communication, um, you know, seeming from the, from the audience perspective is something that I really, really enjoy. Um, and both of them are fascinating characters that we still don't know a lot about. So we've seen them have growth, but there's still so much more potential for growth because we haven't gotten really any backstories for them. Um, you know, so yeah, so I think that's why they should go on. I feel like much like Sam and Bucky are a template, Rocket and Groot are a template as well. And I feel myself leaning this way because even if their stories are understated, like it's a lot of implied history because at the beginning of Guardians, they're already working together. But I think it is a testament of their duo relationship that they work so well together without like we get to be in media res with them of just joining them as they're trying to apprehend their target. And they, Hmm. I'm trying to figure out how they bring out the best in each other story wise. And I'm failing to bring up examples. Whereas I've already listed the examples with Hawkeye Hawkeye. So as much as I was leaning Rocket and Groot, I feel myself leaning the other way now. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, so I, I, my, my heart, you know, belongs to Kate Bishop and, and Clint Barton. However, um, like Rocket and Groot, I'm, I'm with you, Trey, on the template. Like they, they are, they are a piece together. They go together. Like, like yeah. as, as, as much as, as much as they have their own stories. Uh, moving through the story like rocket has his own dips and, and peaks and valleys and Groot this the same thing um you know when Groot d- decides to sacrifice himself but not really because he comes back as baby Groot but like at the end of guardians one when he encases them rocket knows what's rocket's the only one who knows what he's doing they all think like oh he's a bit and he's like no that's a beautiful moment and and it pushes rocket beyond his own he's just the, the most self-interest interested character most selfish character in the guardians you know i mean he's just like very 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 selfish steals body parts i mean he's terrible right like <laughs> he's terrible and like Gru pushes him past that to help him realize like he actually really cares for this other person um shoot i'm talking myself into into them right now. <laughs> oh man i really really want hawkeye and hawkeye to go forward because um Okay, so I 
these these are two great this is a great matchup um where do you see potential there is huge potential for both of them because we do not have rocket and groot's backstory which mm -hmm. if you read teasers and stuff spoilers anybody like i mean you know one of the we didn't get much about guardians 3 out of the san diego conference but the one thing that james gunn did say was that rock Ro who rocket is is a big part of the next of oh, that story yeah so so like you know i think there 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 is there's potential here um but if we're are, are, are we are we are we are we looking at individual characters or are we like is it is it like hawkeye and hawkeye you know like they're we've established got, their duo character i don't know i got one final argument i can see a world in which we get a a kate bishop moving forward without hawkeye there is no rocket or groot separation Damn. they are together that's my final <laughs> argument Okay. <laughs> Timer saved you, I guess. Okay. <laughs> well, isn't the I Am Groot show? Is Rocket going to be in that? Yes. They confirmed Bradley Cooper. Okay. Okay. Fine. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if I'd have more time. You, you know That's what? That's the beauty of the timer. I, I would love... I'm with you. I would love to see Hawkeye and Hawkeye go on, but I, I'm, I'm going to go Rocket and Groot because that's... They're part of one of the templates. Daniel? Hawkeye and Hawkeye. Leave you almost talked yourself out of it. Okay. I did. I, I, did. I think we did an inverse because I was leaning Hawkeye, Hawkeye, but I'm going with Rocket and Crew. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, that last little bit just pushed me over the edge. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rocket and Groot moves on. Whew. Now it gets really tough. <laughs> it is very, very tough. Oh, man. And it's coming back around to me. So we're going to have Shang-Chi and Katie versus Sam and Bucky. Five minutes on the clock starting now. Oh, boy. I, I'm so happy Shang-Chi and Katie have made it as far as they have because every round that they've been in, it felt like they were on the verge of being pushed out. And I feel like as compelling as the argument as we just had with Sam and Bucky, it's hard for me to just say one or the other. Oh, man. No, it's not. I just if if Sam and Bucky can go up against Peter Parker and Tony Stark for all the reasons I listed about how, like, they spawned a show off their minimal interactions in Civil War... I feel like, but as much as I love Shang-Chi and Kitty, and as much as I know we're going to get more storylines with them, I feel like between the two, it's got to be Sam and Bucky. They are the duo. The <laughs> duo, I, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, they are the duo. I I was just going to say, what came to mind was that old Boys to Men song, in, Into the Road, because uh, that's... Where Sean G and Katie's at. <laughs> uh, maybe that'll be a song they can sing at karaoke. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, that would be great. Um, but yeah, but like it, I, like Sam and Bucky are. To me, Sam and Bucky are right there with Thor and Loki is as just like one seats, you know, in in this. Um, and you know, we mentioned before trying to think through duos. I don't know. It's like they wanted to try to develop something with that between with, with Stark and Banner. You know, if you look at Avengers, 
and you look at uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, you know, you're, you're seeing them try to put that as a duo together. But there's just, it, there's just not enough of it. Um, and so, to me, that's what makes Sam and Bucky the first, like, like we said before, the template, the first duo that kind of, like, helped with that pairing ideas. So, Sam and Bucky's got to move on. Daniel? Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, love, no. I, 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 you know what? I think humor, they, they, they are an even match. They're an even match. But, yeah, I'd agree um, with that too. But there's, yeah. there's a lot of depth. I feel like there's, there's more, we're going to, I don't know how much more we get with Katie, but like, I feel like there's, there's more story to be told um, that would, that would elevate them to Sam and Bucky status, but Sam and Bucky have all that and they have more. Like I, I honestly, they have, they have it all because yeah. they have the history, the pain they have, like how they go through life now, you know, in the narrative and it's not real. I know it's not real. And then they, and then, and then the future, like there is, there is more story for them, I yeah. think. And, yeah. and, um, and, uh, I just think it's, 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 uh, it's, it's more compelling, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They have the history and the potential. I think yeah. you just, you yep. put it wonderfully. Sam and Bucky. Mm-hmm. Sam and Bucky. All right, Jude, if you want to add a minute and 39 seconds to that final round, we're pushing forward Sam and Bucky. That hurts. (laughs) (laughs) I love, and I got it, like, I think it might be my favoritism of just the Shang-Chi movie. Your picks are gone, right? That is all my picks. Wow. (laughs) Never mind. Put the clock back on. Well, you know, I mean, it's one of those things with Shang-Chi and Katie. I think they made it far into this bracket because uh, they, they didn't get a bye. And, you they know, didn't. they came they one away. Some, yeah, they, they came they, one away. And yeah. I'm happy with it. Yeah. It, and and I think, you know, it's kind of like the Kamala and Bruno. They're just as good as it was. There wasn't enough to stack up against Thor and Loki. Um, and just where Shang-Chi and Katie are in the MCU stories and what we've seen it's just they're they're not they're not to use sports terminology they're not experienced enough yet to take down Sam and Buck. <laughs> <laughs> all right well with that being said let's go find out who sam and bucky will be facing off in the finals by moving on to the next round which is thor loki versus rocket groot this is coming back to friend daniel You've got Ooh, this is five minutes on the clock, starting now. Yeah, um, it's funny. I really, I mean, I, I, I was pushing for Hawkeye and Hawkeye, and I had this matchup in in mind because I wanted to have that conversation. I don't want to have this conversation because I don't <laughs> know. I, I, I truly don't know. Um, so, um, Thor and Loki for for, I think. So it's like Sam and Bucky are the duo. They're the street level duo. <laughs> Thor and Loki are the cosmic duo. They are the, the template for the cosmic duo. Now, Groot, Rocket and Groot, they're in the cosmic level, right? They're, they're it's it's a it's talking fitting. raccoon and a tree, okay? But, yeah. But it's fitting uh, that they face off. Yes, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It, it's it's true. I think that's a good good point. I I think 
I think I'm biased and it plays into my favor because as strong, I, I actually, I, I was, I think I could have voted for Rocket, Rocket and Groot. I didn't know you were, you were entertaining Hawkeye and Hawkeye. I thought it was like clear, like everyone's voting for, for Rocket and Groot um, last time. But, um, but um, I, I think that, um, I think that, that for, for, for all the arguments that I can make for them about how, how, um, how tight they are, like how, how tight they are as a duo um, with Thor and Loki. I don't, oh man. <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe maybe well, there are some I tell cracks. You, I tell you maybe what, I, I, will, I, will, I, will help, I will help you out. Um, okay. Those cracks in this round should be, we see him as a duo because he's, because Loki has been there from the beginning with Thor. Mm -hmm. But also if you track their story, that whole bouncing out of and being separate, you know, it wasn't like they were side by side all the way through the way Rocket and Groot were. And Um, Bucky and Sam. Yeah. And Bucky and Sam. Whereas like Thor and Loki, you know, I mean, Loki was the villain in Loki and was mm-hmm. the villain in Avengers. Um, yeah, it's not fair to say. Same thing with Dark World. Until, like, later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, they, were more, they were more of a duo in, in Dark They're World. They're more of a duo, but it was more of a like. And there's growth. A kind of like Ragnarok still. This I'm, I'm a pairing, partnering up with you because I have to. That's what makes it funny. More so <laughs> than one to, but like. but right, but then you know, and then and then, but I mean that well, allows for that, that growth because you see that growth at the end of Ragnarok. I guess mm-hmm. I'm just saying that like like pure duo together all the time. You think of one, you think of the other. Mm-hmm. Um, these against each other, I think is Rocket and Groot. Mm. You know, by this stage in the bracket. We've already listed the reasons for Thor and Loki. We've listed for the reasons for Rocket and Groot. But I feel myself being pulled back again to that argument I made for Rocket and Groot to move on. I can't see a world in which you don't have Rocket and Groot together. Their storylines are so intertwined. We already have seen Thor and Loki split off. And to a good point, even though I'm more on Daniel's side, I think just because it was a villain or an antagonistic relationship, I don't think that disqualifies them from being a duo because they were that intertwined together in their stories. But I feel like because of seeing Thor and Loki move on into their own separate stories now, that just proves how tightly of a pair Rocket and Groot are, which is why I feel like they need to move on for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think that, um, I think that, um, some of the, where they suffer in this bracket is actually their, their primaries, right. And like their primaries who are, who are a duo, but like, because they're so big in, in and of themselves, they, they, they'll go off, you know? Um, we have, we don't see that with Sam and Bucky and it's a question whether or not we can, and that's definitely the case with Rock, Rocket and Groot. Like we we don't. I think I I I think I agree with what Trey said. Like I think I think we, we identified the cracks. And so I, I would I would I would advance Rocket and Groot. I think that's so, the right call. I think we made our decision. 
Two? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. All okay. right. Rocket and Groot move on. I feel we good had, about that one. Uh, three seconds to add <laughs> to, the, <laughs> to the clock. But uh, Rocket and Groot move on. Whew. You know what? In, in fairness, I do want to say this because you started saying the cracks. Um, Thor and Loki didn't, let's be honest, didn't have really strong challengers in that first and second round. I mean, as much as I like Kamala and Bruno in terms yeah. of like... Good point. Good point. You know, Whereas Darcy, Nebula and Gamora, like if they yeah. had gone up against some of these other ones, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then, you know, Darcy and Jim, Jimmy got the, mm-hmm. the bye and then that's who they face against. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think that's, that's kind of where we're at on that. You know, that's an interesting observation. Hmm. That's my favorite thing about this is it really can go any which way, just depending on how the randomized matchups land. So we've got our final contestants for the finale of the best duo in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have Sam and Bucky versus Rocket and Groot. Jude, how much time are we adding to our five minute timer? We are adding one second. Um, Just one second? No. <laughs> no, I'm I'm making sure my math is right. Uh three minutes and thirty two seconds. All right. <laughs> that extra four <laughs> seconds is gonna help. So uh Sam and Bucky versus Rocket and Groot, Jude. Eight minutes and 32 seconds. The floor is yours starting now. Oh my gosh. The template <laughs> of the template. Um, you got some breathing room. Dude, okay. You got a bit of a longer clock. Yeah. So you got to flush out your criteria more. I mean, you really got to. So, so yeah. So let me think about this. Um, one of my criteria, personal criteria, thinking about my nominations were, you know, who would want to hang out with kind of and Sam and Bucky definitely kind of fill that rocket and Groot kind of, but I'm much more about wanting to see more of their story. Sam and Bucky, we have a whole lot of story left, especially since he's cap. Now, what are we going to call Bucky? God, I'm in, I'm trying to think of which way I'd want to go and why. Like, that's so difficult. Um, I can jump in with an argument. I, I will say this, and, and let me think about it for a little bit more. I'm going to say Sam and Bucky, um, A, going off of both of what I said in terms of criteria in my nomination, but then going off of what y'all were saying in terms of growth and steel, sharpening steel, um, I'm going to have to say Sam and Bucky. Because I think that it's just not that it's not a bear, better pairing, but those are also good characters individually that come together to make a duo. Whereas Rocket and Groot individually, I don't know if they're as strong. You know, I was going to jump in with an argument against Rocket and Groot, where one of my criteria is the humor. That's what I'm looking for in a good duo. I think those memorable moments of their relationship bringing out comedy is what makes what separates duos. I'm willing to be called out if this is reductive, but Rocket and Groot is 
just off the top of my head feels like that same joke over and over. I am Groot. Oh, I can't believe you said that. Like just that misinterpretation. Mm -hmm. Whereas with Sam and Bucky, there's much more range in the way that they can bring out that humor between each other. Basically from how they started off as antagonistic of like, oh, I hate you to where we get to in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where they're just like ribbing each other as friends, like just slight jabs here and there, but actually having come to a different place from where they started. So on a humor level, I feel like Sam and Bucky win on that regard versus the the kind of slapstick-ish nature of Rocket and Groot. We may be, we may be performing androcentrism with our, our prioritize. Like, it's easier to relate to the humans than the <laughs> non-humans. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I, I, um, uh, that sounds right, Trey. Um, and, and also the humor that we see in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, especially in those early episodes, is like, it's like idiosyncratic. Like the, 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 the Lion King, Nala, Simba roll over in the grass and he like, <laughs> Pinja, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't say Pinja, but it's like, it's in everybody's mind. Yeah. I mean, there are some, there are some fabulous, fabulous jokes um, character growth. I I wonder how this conversation would go after the next Guardians movie, if that would change this. But I think mm -hmm. Sam and Bunky have the edge on character growth. And like, why wouldn't they? Their best friend is dead, and that's their bonding. Like it's cr like that's yeah. like that's like narrative gold, right? And like yeah, like yeah. um like Rocket and Groot just aren't there, you know um. Dude, the and line then, alone in Falcon and Winter Soldier, if he was wrong about you, then maybe he was wrong about me. Yeah, like, that yeah. is narrative gold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the, the just interest, my other criteria was interesting combo. And I had like funny, dramatic, emotional, essential to the story. Like, they are the story. Mm -hmm. um, the seeds are planted, and then they are the story, and there's more story to come. That's like big, you know? Um, Captain America in the. In the Wait, it's not called Captain America and the Winter Soldier anymore. It's called Captain America and New World Order. Right. Well, that's, that's the movie. That's the movie. Yeah. It, it was Falcon and the Winter Soldier, changed to Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and then now the fourth Cap movie is Captain America New World Order. Right. And so, like, is Bucky going to be in it? It'd be crazy I don't know if they said to. one no, way or the other. It'd be, like, it'd be crazy not to. Yeah, but... Um, and is but, it really a fourth? Anyways, okay. Yeah. Yeah, is it a fourth? Yeah, exactly. The asterisk. Jeez, come on. Um... Um, so, um, funny, dramatic, emotional, essential to the story. I feel like, um, just, just on, on what we have, I mean, there's a lot of screen time with, with Rocket and Groot, but I think we, ha I feel like we have more with, with Sam and Bucky and maybe it's just because we explore their subjectivity more, you know, mm -hmm. we just haven't gotten that with, with Rocket and Groot yet. Do we, can we even get that with Groot to, to the same extent, you know, it's, it's unfair. What I'm saying is like, it's, it's almost like it's, you know, Again, I, I like that. that I like that you say it's unfair because the two things I'm brushing up against, and I don't know if it's fair to hold them against it. One with the Guardians, so much of their stories is as a whole as a Guardian. Yeah. Even though mm -hmm. you have those smaller little sections, it ultimately all comes back to the core of the Guardians. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, and I'm, I want to thread this care carefully because I don't want to be super dismissive of Rocket and Groot, but I think what makes Rocket and Groot special is they feel like a joke that actually does have more meaning than you would think a talking tree and raccoon would have. It so, started as a joke. Right. And then and, evolved. Yeah. yeah. Right. 
So it's like, is that weighing negatively against them? But I mean, just if if you just go on pure narrative richness, I think Sam and Bucky have the edge. And I, I feel like, like, because I know there are like whole comic runs of Rocket and Groot just together. So I mm-hmm. feel like if we had access to that, maybe we could make the the mm. swing. But purely MCU right now, I it's it's Sam and Bucky for me. How much time's left on the clock? Two minutes. Two minutes. Here comes the argument. Is there something I can do that's compelling <laughs> in the last two minutes? Oh, well, um, hey, uh, like Brock and Groot are a pair. They are right from the beginning. Sam and Bucky are not right. Right now, so Ro- Rocket and like, Groot. Rocket, Rocket and Groot were a pair. Yeah, and then joined with Quill. Right, and, and, and but my point is, from like when we meet them, they are a duo. They're they yeah. come together, and whereas uh, Sam and Bucky are not, like, but it's almost like there are probably people. There might be people listening who are like, "Why did you do Cap and Bucky? That's crazy, right?" Or like Cap and Sam. Yeah. Um. But but I mean, if we're talking about the ideal form of the MCU duo, you know. However, if if we're gonna be like I'm looking, I'm 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 looking for things, right? It's like they were not a pair, and they were brought together. Um, yeah. Later, well, and they, and they became like, they and they became that pair, and we got to see him become the pair. Right. No, that's true. We didn't get that with. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's that implied it's storytelling with Rocket and. Yeah. yeah. It's just it just drop they just drop him in. Yeah. Dude, you got about a minute. Do you have that final <sighs> argument? I don't. I don't. I I'm. I'm sticking with Sam and Bucky. It was a visual affirmation, but I'm going to go ahead and ask just for audio. Daniel, where are you leaning? Um, Sam and Bucky. There we go. We have our winner with 30 seconds left to go. <laughs> it, it, was, it was hard. We, we, I, I feel like there was a consensus. It was a consensus on. very early on. I was yeah. trying to find what is that argument that would work for Rocket and Groot that hasn't been used before up until this point. And I just couldn't think of that. Like, what? Right. What? What am I going to grab? Yeah. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, and it's done. Yeah. But yeah, it would be interesting because the the thing that feels different about this bracket is we picked twelve. We could still find more duos. It would be interesting to revisit this at some point and have the winner of that one face off against Sam and Bucky mm. at some point in the future. Because it mm. just even now here at the 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 results of this one, I feel, still feel like we're going back and forth on the arguments. If we don't get a Kate Bishop Yelena matchup in a in a movie or a or a series or something that's like substantial, I will be angry. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when you like, say matchup, you mean like them like a duo? Ver- like they go together. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. like we we need that, please. Because yeah. I was thinking, uh, if you're talking about a matchup, if we saw where Yelena was already no, no, outskilling, no. well, imagine this: we get to the point where we spend more time with Kate, and we see them meet up again eventually. But it is as adversaries after Kate has had more training. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, I just I I hope they, they I think they they deserve a series like. Yes. Know, or something. I don't know. Yes. <sighs> so well, and well, just and we did this. So I want to retrace this real quick. Um, while Sam and Bucky did have a bye, they didn't have an easy road. No, because they had to face Peter and Tony. Would have had to face Wong and Strange. Had to take down Shang Chi and Katie. Um, they didn't have an easy road. Mm-mm. Yeah. And even on top of that, because like. Just going over general reception, 
Like, I think it's safe to say Shang-Chi is among the highly received entries in Phase 4. Falcon and the Winter Soldier's more in that mixed bag. I think this might be safe to say it's kind of an upset that they made it all the way to the top through who they've had to face off. So I'm glad you pointed out that trajectory. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Man, this is fun. I I don't think it's an upset just because (laughs) if you go back and watch Falcon and Winter Soldier for for um, for its weaknesses, that is not a weakness that's it that's its strength you know is, is their relationship yeah. well um, wait and it proceeds mean, it proceeds falcon and the winter soldier but you, you know, mean like, the, you mean the upset meaning shang chi and katie getting that far well just that it was interesting to me that they bef- the semifinals as a property yeah. phase yeah. four entries yeah yeah so all right well I guess we can run through it real quick like we did last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had, in that first round, Shang-Chi and Katie versus Luis and Kurt. Uh, Shang-Chi moved on. The next one was Wong and Strange versus Peter Parker and Tony Stark, where Peter Parker and Tony Stark moved on. Uh, Thor, Loki versus Kamala Bruno. It, I, I'm so glad we pointed out how Thor and Loki really had an easy round, yeah. and it is in- interesting that they kind of had their cracks revealed as they got to a... Mm-hmm. The other one was Nebula Gamora versus Honkai and Honkai, where Honkai and Honkai moved on. Uh, the second round was Shang-Chi and Katie versus Yondu, Peter Quill. Shang-Chi moved on. Peter Parker and Tony Stark versus Sam and Bucky. Sam and Bucky moved on. Then we had Thor and Loki versus Dar- Darcy and Jimmy, uh, with Thor and Loki moving on. Honkai versus Honkai. I mean, sorry, Hawkeye and Hawkeye versus Rocket and Groot, where Rocket and Groot moved on. The semifinals featured Shang-Chi and Katie versus Sam and Bucky, where Sam and Bucky moved on. And Thor and Loki versus Rocket and Groot, where Rocket and Groot moved on, only to be defeated by Sam and Bucky. Is there any of these matchups that still feels like it could have gone the other way for you guys? Just kind of in this hindsight, it's always interesting to trace those like what if routes. Like, for example, if Wong and Strange moved on, how do they fare against Sam and Bucky? I think Sam and Bucky still takes it. I, th- I think still. Sam and Bucky still takes it. The one that really sticks out to me is going with the draw we have. Um, if Nebula and Gamora survived to the to the next round and they're facing Rocket and Groot, we, we might be looking at Thor and Loki versus Nebula and Gamora in that next round. I, I would I would say if Hawkeye and Hawkeye had moved forward, would it, would it have been Hawkeye and Hawkeye versus Sam and Bucky? That would have been I interesting. I feel like whoever gets through that round actually beats Loki and Thor, <laughs> which is funny because we talked about them as powerhouses the whole time. But yeah, well, I, you know, I'm on that same route, Jude. I would have loved to have seen an alternate path where Nebula Gamora faced off against Thor, Thor and Loki because then you would have the siblings dis- discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. would have been fascinating to yeah. see those paired up against each other. Yeah. Yeah, that too, that, and also similar relationships that Yondu, Peter Quill, Peter Parker, Tony Stark, um, in terms of similar relationships. I would really have liked to have seen Luis and Kirk and Darcy and Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, that was an, I had an idea for a revision to criteria. Could we seed them and then do randomized? Like, like, like it's still somewhat random, but then, but, but they're seated. So Add weight. Just, yeah. Like, like, I don't know. I'm just throwing I'll have to look. 
I, I'm the, just it out there. Because the like, there's still randomness in a seating, but there's like there's some restrictions on you kind of prevent those like early early matches that like railroad I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have so, to look into it. I the 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 website I use, Comet Ninja, has a lot of like bells and whistles, so I wouldn't be surprised if you couldn't uh, add some flavor like that. Well, I think that's gonna wrap it up. Uh, I gotta say, I'm really happy with this uh, second round of the brackets. And Daniel, yeah. thank you for joining us and doing this. It was a blast. This. I loved it. My guy won. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh wow! Nice, good point. It was uh, it was you and Jude in that final I, round. I feel good about. I think we got to, like, in the last couple rounds, like we we had good matchups. You know, there's mm-hmm. no like, there's no like. How did they get that far? You know, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. Lucky, but yeah. Well, like, well, like, I mean, no, we had. I think we had some good matchups. Yeah. I, I think the way the uh, the randomization went, we've had. You know, we had some good matchups, had some that survived probably longer than they should have because of that. Um, just by simply going to the second round that might not have survived to there. Um, I'll be honest, one of my concerns was, is, and I mentioned that, and y'all pointed it out to me as well, this is the, the heavy um, guardians. Um, but I think, honestly, I think that ended up working out the way they were spread out amongst the bracket. So yeah. they never ended up facing each other. That's um, fascinating. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can imagine a, a different realm where we like we subcategorize. So it's like, okay, duos from these sets of movies, right, mm-hmm. compete against each other, and then move into a bigger, uh, a, a, a wider bracket. Um, you know, like all the Guardians people, com- like I don't know, I, you know the yeah. OG people, I don't, yeah, something like that. But there, there's some, there's some. I feel like like honorable mentions. Um, you know, like anyone, I think Cap and Natasha almost made it, right? That was that was almost made mm-hmm. it. So when Morbius was my original, I should have gone with that instead of looking for. <laughs> 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 but you don't know yeah. what the matchups are going to be. You don't. Yeah, you right. don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So when we originally pitched this, I I had asked everyone to have a healthy representation of the Disney Plus shows since the first bracket we did was purely movies, just by the nature of the topic. Uh, and so after I came up with my original list, which did feature uh, Rogers and Natasha, I was looking at it. I was like, wait a minute. The thing I asked for, I didn't do. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, had to, uh, I had to find a place for um, Darcy and Jimmy. And, it, and unfortunately, Rogers and Natasha got the boot just because I, I felt like we would have more conversations off the, uh, the people I went with. Which, by the way, I'm looking at it. Man... It is funny that my two went against each other in the first round. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Daniel, I got to say it was an absolute blast to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming in and doing this with us. Always my pleasure. Anytime. Thanks for having me, guys. Great show as always. So it's a great to be part of it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. And of course, if you want to keep in touch with friend Daniel, you can always find them in the Discord as well. Uh, so we have a link for that in the show notes as well. But we want to hear from you. What did you think of this duo bracket? Uh, were there any pairings you would have liked to have seen in this that didn't quite make the cut? You can let us know at MCU Need to Know, both on Twitter and Instagram, which would be a great place to keep in touch with us. 
Yeah. Uh, one more thing with rather about the Discord. There is a section, uh, a channel for podcast suggestions. If you have a bracket you'd like to see us run through, throw them in there, and we'll start episode prepping for it. Um, yeah. You know, and just I workshopping it. I think kind of a, a unspoken thing we were getting at. I think we want to try and make sure that we do at least one between each Disney Plus entry. So that's what we're going for. So we're going to need a backlog of topics. So if you want to pitch some, we'd love to hear it. And, you know, rating and reviews, always helpful. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, and the best thing you can do for us is to share with a friend. Yeah. We'd also like to thank Nick Sandy for the use of our theme song, which is his rendition of the Avengers theme. You can find more of his work on the SoundCloud, which is linked in the show notes as well. Well, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for listening. Daniel and Chiu, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Trey. Thank you, Daniel, for this. We'll see you all next week. I, I, you were miming what I was saying. Can you hear my dogs? Yes. Yeah, not until the end. Okay. I didn't yeah. hear him. Yeah. I didn't hear him daring. You can cut, you can cut him out. That might that might be the end tag. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>